You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Moses' mother showed strength, courage, and trust in God in the midst of challenging times. Let us celebrate mothers today in our series, Beauty and Strength. Happy Mother's Day to all our moms. Hello, Victory Katipunan. Thankful that we can all be together as one family during Worship Sundays. I just wanted to share with you a few things that I read about during this quarantine. Right before the ECQ, global research shows that many are apprehensive about the effect of the pandemic and quarantine on mental health caused by confusion, uncertainty, and stigma. Surprisingly, very recently, after two months of quarantine, an article came out from CNN, Why Some Kids Are Happier Right Now and Other Unexpected Effects of Quarantine. We cannot deny the sad reality that has sabotaged global economy and the suffering all around the world because of coronavirus pandemic in addition to pressing challenges beyond our control. But there are homes and families that have benefited from this rare time of being together amidst the uncertainty. This divine pause has taught us lessons that we can only learn inside our homes. As individuals, parents, single professionals, young men and women, we know that we have become better human beings. Our homes and families are never the same again. God has given us the gift of time, a divine pause where clocks have been set into his timetable. He alone can redeem time, especially for what is most important. Here is an activity we did just this week, our tie-dye, or my daughter would say it, Visco Summer Photo. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms, mamas, inai, nanai out there from our home to yours. Today, we will be learning from the life of a remarkable mother, Jo Cabell. She is the mother of Moses, a woman of faith, beautiful in strength. Jo Cabell means Jehovah is her glory. So let's get our Bibles and read from Exodus chapter 2, 1 to 8. The birth of Moses. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, 
because she said, I drew him out of the water. When we read this passage, we automatically think that this is just about Moses. But as you will see, it is also much more about Jacobin, a woman who is relatively unknown to many Christians. Jacobin usually is overshadowed by the awesome story of Moses. And though she was forgotten, as we read Exodus chapter 2, 1 to 10, surely I believe in heaven. Jacobet is famous in the eyes of God, not because she bore the baby Moses, but because of her faith that was founded in God, which moved her to do courageous acts for God and his purposes. See, Jacobet was a great name because it means Jehovah is glory or the glory of Jehovah. And Jacobet brought great glory to God. She was a mom who mattered 3,500 years ago and she matters still today. Not just moms can take away something from this message today of her life, faith, and courage, but every single one of us, whether parents or spiritual parents. Her story even made it to the Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. It says this about them, but by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. See, one thing that we can clearly see is this. Jacobed trusted in God. Even when the situation was hopeless, Jacobed gave birth to Moses at a time during the dark days of Israel's bondage to Egypt. Everything looked hopeless to the Hebrew slaves at that time. And the king's edict declared that all male newborn babies must die. You see, Jacobet trusted God and was filled with courage to even disobey the king's edict. And even if it meant death, not only to the baby, but also to the parents, she moving in, not in fear, but in faith, because she knew that God had something to fulfill, that great purpose in her life. Another thing that's noteworthy here about Jacobet is that she held on God's promises. And this brought about the confidence in her life to move in faith in a crisis moment in this time of history for Israel. I believe as we look back to 2020, we will not just hear about COVID-19, ECQ, but the confidence of his people who acted accordingly to his purposes. And as godly people, we see that they held on the covenant promises of God, such as the one found in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, the Abrahamic covenant, which says, I will bless those who bless you, and, I, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all families of the earth shall be blessed. Genesis 15, 13 to 14, then the Lord said to Abraham, know for certain, that your offspring will be sojourners in the land that is not theirs and will be servants there and they will be afflicted for 400 years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve and afterward they shall come out with great possession. Moses' parents, Amram and Jacobed, as godly parents, sensed that, that the time of deliverance which God had promised had almost come. And God 
had impressed upon their hearts that he had some special purpose for the child. Acts chapter 7 verse 20 says this, At that time Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight. And he was brought up for three months in his father's house. You see, they held on to Genesis 12 and 15. They believed that God would preserve him, Moses, and use him for his purpose. And it was by faith that Moses was hidden, not fear. The parents of Moses believed the simple promise of God's word and the revelation that after 400 years, Israel would be delivered and that their son was a proper child. And so instead of casting baby Moses into the river, they hid him for three months and then turned him over to the purposes of God. Thank you, Raymond, for giving us a background of that time. Looking to the significant story of Jochebed and Moses in the history of Israel, there is indeed purpose in pain and suffering. Let me read the scripture. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23 says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. There are lessons that we can learn from Moses' parents, especially in times of fear and uncertainty. What are they? See the potential of our children with eyes of faith. Interesting that the world has labeled every generation, including the next generation, after us as millennials, Gen Zs, alphas. These labels have helped us to understand them better, but we know that the world's understanding is limited. God's perspective is clearer and not finite like ours. When I look at my children, I see so much potential in them. But I know that God sees and believes in them more than I do, beyond their weaknesses and imperfections. I love them, but how much more is the love of God for them? His love is far greater for them than the love of any earthly father. He is their father. Just like Jochebed, who sought the heart of God, we can humbly seek God's heart for our children. Moses, as a child, was hidden in three months. His parents sought God and trusted him that as they released Moses, even as a baby inside that basket in the Nile River, it is the most unlikely place to send off a baby, that God's protection will be upon him. His destiny is secure in him. And look how God met their faith. God even brought the community to help Moses fulfill his destiny. Miriam, his sister, the daughter of Pharaoh who saved him in the river of, and Jochebed herself who was not taken out of the story. She personally raised her own son who became the great leader and deliverer of the Israelites from slavery. I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. I am forever thankful for our church community that lovingly and patiently believed in me as a 17-year-old freshman student in college. Thankful for our campus missionaries and mentors, kids' church teachers, authentic relationships that help and disciple the next generation to seek and follow the heart of God. Thank you, Katipunan CMs and Kids Church for investing in the next generation. 
Walking with God as a mother, I have my own share of personal heart cries with big question marks about Daniel and Allison. And when I think about the young people in our church and the campuses in Katipunan, I'm sure you have too. I often ask God, what are your plans for my children? What is my role in fulfilling your plan in the lives of my children? How do you want me to steward the next generation? Under the sovereign hand of God, he has far bigger plans than we do. And we have a specific, yes, that's you and me, God-given role to play in raising and discipling the next generation. It is a privilege to raise the next generation in our homes, in our spiritual family, and in our community. How then can we faithfully and courageously steward our sons and daughters? Here are a few recommendations. One, help them find purpose through his word. Establish them in the word that they will find his purpose and significance in his word. Our, our desire is that they will throw their lives into his purpose, finding fulfillment in it more than what the world can ever give them. Starting from children's stories of adventure and exploits, let the Bible speak to them as the most beautiful love story ever told where forgiveness and grace abounds. Another, prophesy his promises over their lives. Speak words of life and not death that they will be encouraged, especially in times of shakings, anxiety, and hopelessness. Let the voice of the Holy Spirit be the loudest voice that they will hear through us. He is their ultimate hope and confidence, the one who will teach them to war and empower them through Christ's victory on the cross. Our presence in their milestones our undivided care and attention for them in both the good and more so in the bad. From little children where we create sweet memories until they the time they experience life's twists and turns. Be there for them in both accomplishments and disappointments. May the love of Christ be felt through our presence. We can also prepare them towards their future. Create opportunities that will develop their skills, passion, and most importantly, their character. Develop their potential and help them understand loving discipline. God has plans to prosper them and not to harm them. They can be taught to persevere in times of preparation until they are fully released. I would say that 2020 alone has developed faith and resilience in them. It says in Psalm 127, 3-4, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, are the children of one's youth. Lastly, persistent prayer. That his will be done in the lives of our children. As a mother myself, prayer is my reliance on the power of God, despite my inadequacies. He is our strength over our weaknesses as parents. Prayer is our active surrender and positions our lives to receive the miracles of heaven for the next generation. Now let me tell you the story of our son Daniel. As a young couple and missionaries, we decided to homeschool him. At age seven, we mentioned that if ever he wants to study outside the Philippines, he can, God willing. This was our vision for him. 
At the end of last year, 2019, he completed 12 years of homeschool, and we were reminded of that vision of long ago. He applied in different universities abroad, and God even opened doors for scholarships. After seeking God, we, we chose a school, and he was so excited to start his college journey. Our whole family was so excited for him. Then, the pandemic happened. He had no other option but to do online in the same campus, and his trip to America has been delayed. It's like hope deferred that made the heart sick. Ray and I would have heart-to-heart -heart talks with him during this quarantine. And we just realized that, yes, we can prepare our children, but we cannot spare them from pain. Their destiny is in God's hands. We can't wait until that longing is fulfilled. But for now, we encourage Daniel to fully trust God and worship Him while waiting. As we end, let me leave this with you. The sovereign and powerful God who ordains destinies is the same God who will fulfill the call and purpose of our children. As parents, will we trust Him? Now let's take time to pray together for the next generation. If you have an, any next generation with you, kindly lay your hands on them. May it be your son, mm. daughter, pamangkin, apo. Lord, we believe that you love each one of them more than we can ever love them. And we want to declare these powerful verses upon them. My son, daughter, child, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will win favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. For those who are tired and weary, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. And so, Lord, we commit to you the next generation. Yes, God. Next generation of giant slayers, yes. leaders of our land, yes, nation Lord. builders, yes, world God. changers, and we declare that they shall fulfill their Amen. calling and purpose through you, yes, all for your glory. Yes, empower us to yes. empower them yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want to take this opportunity to pray for the moms and uh, the parents. Well, that uh, I know that uh, it's a difficult season to to raise children and many of them are frustrated with what's going on around them they can't do what they want to do go back to school and be with their friends and go out and in, in, in the city and go to the malls but I want to pray for each mom here today as you're celebrating Mother's Day let the blessing of God be upon you 
I pray that you would sense his presence more than ever before in your life. So Lord, we pray right now for the moms in, in this place. Lord, we lift them up as a church. We combine our faith together. Thank you for Malou and the many moms, Lord, that, that uh, constantly stand in faith for their family, for their children. Lord, thank you, Jesus, Lord, that even in times like this, Lord, we take an opportunity to honor them for we know that the source of their strength does not come from their own, but because of their confidence in you, in your word, in your promises. Thank you for the Jacobins in our church, Lord God, who, Lord, will not respond in fear in this season, but, Lord, they will continue to respond in faith, grounded and anchored always in your promises. Father, continue to fill them with courage, continue to fill them with hope. We pray that you would minister to each and every one of them. Let them feel how special they are. Lord, how, Lord God, how honored they are in our homes. Father, let them be filled with so much joy. Lord, we pray, God, that they would receive the reward of their faith, seeing that in their own families. Lord, in their marriages, in their children, in everything that they do. Lord, if they are uh, career women, Father, we pray that you would bless the work of their hands. If, Lord, if they're work at, from home moms, Father, we pray that you would continue bless them with everything that they need. Lord, let them feel that sense of significance and purpose in every season of their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to pray for the single moms right now lord we lift up to you our single moms lord at one point lord i i was raised by a single mom myself and thank you god that they will lack no good thing but lord you will give them everything they need to raise up the future moses the future lord uh leaders even in their homes and father i thank you for the the courage you're putting upon their lives lord i thank you for the faith that's rising up lord that your promises Lord, though sometimes it may seem delayed, it will come to pass in their lives. And Lord, I thank you that they were going to continue to see your purpose in their homes. And from that purpose, it will turn into provision and it would move them to feel so encouraged and to receive everything that they have from you. Let them lack no good thing. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. Lord, we remember Jochebed that even... Lord, in her dire circumstance, she was even paid from royal funds to look after her own son. Lord, we, we thank you, God, that you're the God who gives, provides, and answers more abundantly than we can ever ask or think, as it says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Father, thank you, God. Lord, for your hand is upon our moms today. Father, continue to surround them with your presence. Continue to allow them to be, Lord, who you've called them to be in this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thanks for joining us. Please don't forget to share with us your prayer requests. Just go to tinyurl.com slash katipunan prayer request form. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. 
For more podcasts and updates, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app. You may also give through our website and share your prayer requests and answered prayers with us there.